Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Polonia. Today, we are talking about episode seven of The Handmaid's Tale, which is called The Other Side. Yep. And as the other side, it's Luke. It's Luke's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Luke side of things. And yeah. I, it reminded me so much of the like Laura Moon episode of oh, American yeah. Gods, um, which it's, I also it's the, really enjoyed. The spouse episode. <laughs> the spouse episode of the show. Yeah, and I really like, uh, I like the American Gods one. I like this one too because, I don't know, maybe I get sort of tired of the same characters after a while. And so it was cool to see a different perspective, but it was also cool to see the perspective of someone that we'd heard a lot about, but hadn't really like gotten to know too deeply. And, like, to see the world outside of Gilead. Yeah. Um, I feel like for American Gods, seeing Laura's episode, it was more of, like, a, see, there's female characters, too. And so I was appreciating <laughs> more in that way. But with Luke's episode, it was really, it was less about him as a character, although that was a part of it, and more about seeing mm -hmm. the world and, like, different people and how, um, I guess, different underground movements have sort of been doing and. I wish they lingered more on this, but also, like, how things are going in Canada. Uh, yeah. Which I guess is a thing now. So, yeah. That, it was really strong on the world-building aspects and that now we have more of an idea of what the world is like outside of Gilead, which I have a lot of questions about that. Like, yeah. Where, <laughs> where, where are the borders? What's happening? Great question. Yeah, it, it's weird because, like, the book, they pretty much don't... I don't think they address this much at all, like, what the outside world is like. <laughs> I feel like uh, Margaret Atwood was just like, let's just concentrate on this one thing and not get swept into uh, yeah. the entire world building, but rather this, like, tiny, uh, like, microcosm building. But it's also you're world. seeing Alfred's point of view, and she really doesn't know yeah. what's going on except for, like, her household because she doesn't, like, there's no way for her to find out. So it's very claustrophobic in that way. Yeah, and so, like, the TV show, I guess, in hopes of, like, continuing to a second season, which they are doing, um, they're like, let's just get into it because we're going <laughs> to need this world building as we build the show because we just can't keep her in this tiny house, like, for, like, seven seasons and, like, that's all you see. Like, well, I mean, there's got to be more. Her. We can't we can keep, keep her audience. physically. Yeah, exactly. You can't keep the audience in because it's just like, it's too, it's too much of like a question like hangs over you because you're like, people who are escaping, like, where are you escaping to? Like, what's out there? Are people still normal out there? Or are they crazy also? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to see the other side. Um, and like, I guess to get into notes, my first note uh, which I told you about before we started, yeah. was that there was a part where I guess it was right after uh, Luke got separated from uh, Offred, well, June. Yeah, and they called her Hannah. June a lot. So now I'm like, I'm very yeah, now you about remember. what to call her. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay. I guess I'll call her June. 
Yeah, so he gets separated from her and like he gets thrown into a car or something. He gets and then, shot like, first. He gets shot and uh, then yes. like he put does into get an shot. ambulance. Uh, and then the ambulance crashes, which like right it's before so the random. ambulance crashes, they're just like, hey, watch out. It's, it's icy. Then it's slippery. But uh, as soon as it crashed, <laughs> I was like, is this a resistance plan? Like, I thought that too. Saved? And then like, it was he's, just the he's, ice. He's recouping for like a really long time in the van and just grabbing stuff. And I was like, if this is a rescue, this is a really shitty rescue because they're just letting him like bleed out in that van. <laughs> and then he just gets out and there's no one. So I was like, oh, I guess it was it was just the ice. All right. That seems convenient. But, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, it felt very lucky. He bleeds out for like a really good chunk of this episode and I was like this is yeah. not looking good for you buddy like he just keeps trucking which he has like when he lifts his shirt he sort of has a bandage so I guess they had kind of started bandaging him up yeah I think but they that's didn't they didn't happening. close it so he's just kind of bleeding <laughs> the entire time they only got like 50% of the way done through taking care of him before they slipped on ice um but then he like starts walking um and so I I thought the, this note sounds so dumb after we already like talked about like big themes, but like the CGI ice on the road looked really fake. And I was like, that looks so fake. And I thought about that for an absurdly long time. Uh, But then like we get to see the world as like Luke, he like finds this like store or something and like drinks gross orange juice or something like that. And then he- Or something because he immediately spits it out. Yeah, I love how he's just like, orange juice, yes, I, like, need liquid. <laughs> um, but then we meet some of the other people, and it really feels like a zombie movie in it did. a weird way, right? It was like, they were just like, we can't trust you. Cause, well, he he steals one of the guy in the ambulance's um, jacket. Right. So he and has, says, like, like, the... symbols on it. Yeah, like the, I guess... The military? I don't know. What are they called? Like the Sons of Jacob or something? They call him something, (laughs) but I do not remember. Um, All you need to know is he's like, oh, no, I I took it off a dead guy. Like, calm down. Because one of the ladies just starts kicking the shit out of him. Like, immediately. Uh, Same. (laughs) But yeah, it was like a ragtag team. Like, they were in their own little bus. I loved them. Yeah. They're they're great. A fun combo of people, for sure. Yeah. There's like, I forget how the guy described it. One of the guys in the bus like does a rundown where he's like, there's an army brat, two strays, a gay, and a nun. Welcome to the bus. It's like, oh, what like a party. Like the of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all super nice. And I, it felt like, I guess it felt really reassuring because in this universe so far, it's just like, you can't trust anyone really and like who really knows who's good and so like for him to have like found these people who he can trust it feels like such a rare event in this show to be like oh they're good people and they're all in the same place like it's a miracle um but yeah and then they go to get smuggled to canada yeah their their plan was to get smuggled to canada which um he did not want to go along with like literally every single time. Like he did not have a good plan. Like the beginning of the episode is just him. Like I'm going to shoot the cops and then that doesn't work. He gets shot. Then he's like, I'm just going to walk. And that doesn't work because he's bleeding. (laughs) And then as soon as they like take him on the van and one of them is a medic and staples him shut, he's just like, now I need to go back to Boston. And they're like, that's a stupid idea. 
you're not yeah. going to make it. And he's just like really insistently like keeps being like, no, I got to go. Like, I got to go. Which, yeah, like, this I is, feel like we poor planning. <laughs> we like really needed to see him try to fight for June and Hannah so yeah. that we were like, oh, yeah, he's still yeah, not just be like, I'm just going to go to Canada. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we had to understand why he like quote unquote abandoned them which was that he literally had no choice so yeah. it, it was just like death or like run away yeah so, that was an interesting scene where um the, the leader lady takes him into uh like a church I think it was a church uh and she's yeah. like this is where they they tried to hide out the fertile women and then they got caught and they were all put to death and there was just like a lot of bodies just hanging from the roof and he's, yeah. like, freaking out. And then after that, he's just like, all right, well, I'm going with you to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, you could die? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like if I die, I'll be more useless than I would be alive. So uh, I'm going to peace out. Which, yeah, yeah it, it was a good... It was a good episode. And then we get some flashbacks. To, yeah, there uh, were a lot of flashbacks. And it yeah. starts off with, um, like, the very first scene is... It picks up where the first episode picks up with uh, right. where they're running right before June gets captured and they split up and you just you stay with him instead of going with um, June and Hannah. And um, there's a lot more flashbacks to even before that when they get out of Boston and then they like hide out in a cabin. For a yeah, while. I was like, I don't know how much time is passing here. Uh, <laughs> I'm slightly confused. Yeah, it seems like a long time. Like, yeah. They- they sort of hid for a while. Yeah, because they made but. comments about, like, we ran out of uh, pancakes syrup or again. syrup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, how many, how many pancakes have you been eating? Like, good lord. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was the whole scene where they were smuggled in the trunk, which was pretty... I mean, it was dramatic, but at the same time, you start off the episode knowing that they're not going to get captured at that point, so you're like, they're, they're going to make it right. through here. Um, yeah, it was nice to see... Again, like people helping them, especially yeah, when they like, like weren't sure. Road work, yeah. Like the guy who opens the trunk when they're inside, and he was like, "Yeah, oh my flashlight around." He's like, "It's clear," and then he. <laughs> I know. I was like sweating. <laughs> yeah, and then like, the part uh, when they were, I thought this was like a really pretty, visually beautiful scene. Um, well, I think it's just because of the nature, but like they were standing at the edge of a dock or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like playing with Hannah, um, like throwing rocks or something like that. And then this guy and his dog show up, and there's like so much tension where you're just like, is he gonna bust them or is he yeah. like gonna be nice? The dude's like dressed in camo with like a gun and his hunting dog, and he's just like standing at the end of the dog, like, hey, haven't seen you before. Yeah, like and threateningly, like, like uh, bro- blocking off their exit, and they're just like, <laughs> we should go back in. Uh. I was like, Hannah's the only one who kept her cool. Like, she was like, hi. And I was like, good job, Hannah. Make it not suspicious because your parents are acting real suspicious. Hannah's like, I have no idea what's going on at all. They're just like sweating a lot. And they're just like, ha ha, we should go back in. Ha ha. Yeah. And I think that guy, like, he acted really casual, but he totally knew what was happening. Yeah, but then he shows up later later on. Yeah, he shows up later on. June almost shoots him. I was like, that gun is going to go off if you keep it pointed at him. Yeah, but, seriously. Uh, she doesn't. Like, I don't so trust you. Yeah, and he so gave them a lot of safely. good advice, uh, which, you know, didn't ultimately help, but he was you know, he a tried. good guy. I liked where he was just like, it's fucked. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. 
<laughs> pretty good, good summation. summary. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, true, very true. And then Wait. there's uh oh sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, like, him being there though did kind of make me question how far Gilead reaches because like very clearly yeah. the police like goes there but he's not it doesn't seem to be a part of it like I don't know he might be but like like do are there people who just kind of like live on the outskirts who if they're not like women who can get pregnant they're just like oh, if I could just stay there and like give us carrots or something I don't know I think like, that's farmers? possible yeah. it, it might just be like people who clearly would like fight back if you try to get them but aren't <laughs> attacking you so you're just like whatever like this too much this effort guy to get with, them. Yeah, like a guy with a gun and a dog. You're just like, uh, why bother? Like, he's not useful to us, yeah, but he's, he's not, not hurting get, us. He's not going to, like, get pregnant with us, baby. So, uh, he's not going to produce him. any children, but yeah. he might shoot us. But <laughs> he's not doing it right now, so we'll just let him be. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling of that, too. Or maybe it's just because, I don't know. Maybe it's from, like, living in the middle of nowhere yeah. and just sort of, like, going unnoticed for the most part. Maybe, like, they did sweeps across the country looking for women, and then if they just didn't find one, they're like, we don't have time to, like, worry about these <laughs> other people, so you can just stay here. Yeah, considering um, they're looking for fertile women and they seem to be going after women who've already had children, I guess they could have just looked up all the birth records in hospitals and just be like, okay, well, this is the names of the women who've had babies. Let's go get them, uh, which... <laughs> I'm going to say real good time at that point to just have like a home birth and never report yeah, your child. This is like why people get really paranoid about like the, <laughs> the government, government watching yeah. them. Yeah. It's just like, but no what if, trails. Yeah. what if it becomes Gilead? Like, good thing I have this like $5,000 under my mattress. Like, good <laughs> Lord. It's just like, what do, what do people say about like uh, people who are constantly preparing for the apocalypse? It's like, you think I'm dumb now, but just like, <laughs> just wait till that happens. Oh yeah, like you thought I was crazy to build a safe house underneath my house, but who's laughing now? <laughs> you thought I was crazy to have a home birth on no record, <laughs> but <laughs> now bury what? gold everywhere. You thought I was dumb, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? It grew into gold trees. So <laughs> what now? Yeah, one of these days they're gonna be right, and we're all gonna be fools. Uh, but then we go back to the, after we've seen some flashbacks, we go back to the present and we learn, um, at some point, I guess, I don't totally remember when this happens, but I have it in my notes. Luke's talking to someone and we learn that it's been like three years. Well, no, it I just think. says three years later. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, a, that's why then. It's a thing. <laughs> but before remember. that, like super quick, right before yeah. that, you see them escape to Canada and like, as they're getting on the boat. Like, they get shot at, and the cool lady gets shot, which upset me, because I was like, cool lady. Yeah, the lady I who, know. like, bandaged him up, who is, like, the leader of the group. She just gets, like, shot several times. So she I'm was too cool to make it. And also, he, like, because he drops his bag to help the girl who's, um, she's kind of traumatized. Uh, she doesn't yeah. talk. So his, like... All his books and stuff, because that's what he was hoarding in there the entire time. Like the photo, the photo albums and stuff. That's that he that got left behind. And he like traded his ring, right? Or did he get it back? Yeah, he trades I his ring. I I don't think he gets it back. I mean, not unless the guy is at the end is like, oh, and that one lady got shot. So you were five people all along. Yeah, so I know. I was like, get your ring back because she died. So <laughs> you totally get it now. But yeah, uh, that was, yeah. um, that was. Yeah, I think we should super briefly mention, because she's in the three years later uh, flash forward. Um, right. The girl, one of the girls who's on the bus doesn't talk, and she is like kind of a blonde pixie cut. And uh, someone, I forget who explains it. It might be the nun or the gay guy. 
one of them uh, explains to Luke that uh, she was they they like stockpiled a bunch of women in like a basement somewhere of like a school or something and she got rescued from there uh Mm. and so she's traumatized clearly she has like kind of episodes where she starts yelling and they almost seem like epilepsy but like not seizures just Just like ptsd yeah and so she doesn't talk and uh, i was really happy to see her because um in the three years later flashback it opens and he like He's talking they're with her, still, but she's not talking. Yeah. So they're doing like a one-way verbal, non-verbal communication thing. And it's real cute. And I was like, this is nice. I'm ha- is glad really we're having cute. fun. I mean, people are suffering in the United States or <laughs> Gilead. But like, glad we're having fun At in least Canada some here. people made it, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She was uh, a cool character. Um, maybe we'll see more of her in the future. I'm but yeah, hopeful. so it's been three years later. And they're in Little America in Canada. <laughs> Uh, which was interesting and I felt like was very much to like speak to similar uh, sort of, I guess, I forget, like neighborhoods and big cities and stuff like that who have yeah, similar yeah. names. Well, it's also, it's when there's like a lot of migration happening in like a very short mm-hmm. amount of time. So you have all these people who are like, re- well, in this case, they're definitely like political refugees and they all move to an area and you have to kind of make space for them. Otherwise... It's gonna get bad. So I guess Canada just yeah. has like a lot of Americans. Uh, I'm guessing Mexico would too because borders. Thanks Canada. But, yeah. <laughs> Thanks Canada for taking us in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I mean, at this point, my notes are pretty much just at the very end of the episode. But I wasn't sure if you had anything else. Yeah, it was. First. Um. So he gets a phone call while he's hanging out with this girl, and. Uh, you're kind of like, I don't know what the fucking phone call's about because uh, he's just like <laughs> waiting. That was a cool moment of the episode. He goes to what I guess is the U.S. Embassy in Canada and yeah. there's just like a really, like a hallway and the hallway is just covered like wall to wall with pictures of people and they're like, have you seen this woman? Uh, yeah, it's like in, nobody gave up hope on them. Yeah. Which is nice. Which uh, I know that goes, that happens in like the case of major political disasters and stuff and uh, Mm -hmm. so that was a that was a nice touch i was kind of like who is it for we're all in canada where would they see any of these people but then i was like maybe if there's like newcomers who get out they would be like that would be a good place to be like does any of these people look familiar to you um yeah so that uh that was cool and then he he meets with someone i have no idea who she is Although my note did say it's nice to see a woman in power again. Yeah. <laughs> After, like, so long. Uh, and uh, she gives him the note from the end of the last episode that June wrote, I guess, off screen. Because mm-hmm. you never saw her write it. But uh, do you have comments on what was said in it? Because I was like, they don't say it. Like, he reads it and he, like, is like, can I, can I be alone? And he kind of starts crying. And then you have to wait a while for them to actually, like, tell you what's written on it um Hmm. and it was pretty pretty basic i was like "Hmm, girl sneak yeah i was like the build-up though (laughs) yeah i was like you could you could have i mean i know you didn't have a lot of time but get some political stuff in there because she just wait i wrote it down um it was just like i love you so hmm. much save hannah which first of all 
I know what she means by save Hannah, but I feel like if I got that note, I would be like, what's wrong with Hannah? What's the like, that would make me panic real bad. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like it was just like her only instinct of like, what do I write? It was just like, uh, this is what's on my mind all the time. All right, that's it. Bye, piece of paper. I'll never see you again. Um, but I didn't I didn't have any notes on that. My note was a stupid last thing. So, <laughs> so until you're ready for the stupidness. Well, I mean, uh, it was one last thing. Uh, it's interesting to me that there's this whole network. Like, I really do like the, the world building where it's not just like everyone's like, I guess America is just going to be doing that now and we'll never talk to them again. Where, um, yeah, because like the Mexican diplomat has been talking to Canada and I'm impressed that they managed to get this fucking network through because yeah I don't I don't know how they found out about June because like they have to confirm with Luke that his wife is called June uh so that was kind of like I don't really fully understand how this happened but I'm happy it did so good job <laughs> international diplomacy yeah <laughs> it seemed whoa, very whoa. by chance uh like the guy just maybe that uh guy from the Mexican diplomat just like he when he knows he's visiting someone he'll just like be like hey any ideas of who stays here and they're like location wise it might be any of these people I don't know I don't know how that works but that is a good question to raise my only note was just that when he was like reading her note and like getting emotional they did that same effect that they did with Emily, who's the old of Glenn, um, where it just like kept flipping, and I was like, I hate this. Oh, <laughs> I was oh like, no! I hate this I flipping thing. That's that was my only note because I was like, this is great, and then that started happening, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, not it feels like, like this. someone wants to do like one of those spin cameras where the person's like laughing and the camera's just spinning around them, but they were like, that's too cheesy. We'll just flip the fucking screen. <laughs> Please don't flip anymore. I really don't like it. Hmm. Um, but overall, I like this episode a lot. And oh yeah, it was real interesting. Yeah, and so now, now that we've gotten um, the sort of I don't know. It, does it seem like Luke has a chance to save Hannah? Because like that's her message. So it seems like that's the new goal. Yeah. Um, but it's like, uh, what can he really do? <laughs> like, it's. I'd say at this point, it's a lot easier to find her than it is to find Hannah. But uh, yeah, because they already found her. <laughs> yeah. So like, at least they know where she is. You know. Uh, um, Hannah is still. Yeah, because I guess mystery. with the children, they just kind of like shuffle them up and just toss them out. Like you know. Yeah. Like where do they go? Um, yeah, we saw like, like that little line of children like in the first episode, and then never again. Well, then it's like like littler kids last episode, but like kind of the more like where are the teens? Where are they keeping the teens? <laughs> where are the teenagers? The cool teens. Where do they hang out? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait to find out. Uh, did you have anything else about this episode? Or Not any just <laughs> thinking about what it's gonna be like in this society to have teenagers. <laughs> like. Uh. Like, you're rebelling in this in this shitty society. Like, are people just going to, like, it's going to be like the Salem witch trials where it's just a bunch of teens being like, I, I saw them conspiring against Gilead. And then, <laughs> then it turns into, like, a whole thing. I have no idea what teen angst is like in this society. <laughs> but I have a feeling they don't get a lot of space to express it. Yeah. Probably. Um, but perhaps on that 
depressing note <laughs> of, of this show where no one has their freedoms except for Luke, sort of. Uh, I guess we can only hope that uh, maybe we'll see some Hannah. Maybe we'll see some rescues. Maybe that's too optimistic. Yeah, um, I feel like they can't end. Well, they might end with like now that we have both June and Hannah, like as as options. Maybe <laughs> one of them will get saved, but not. We can't have both. That yeah. would be too generous. Because then they can just like walk away and be like, "Well, not our problem." Yeah, now we don't have to worry about the society anymore because we found each other. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we will just have to see what happens. Yeah, I'll just I'll mourn that that cool guy who smuggled them out because apparently he's dead. Uh, like someone just mentions it, the guy uh with the camo gun. Hmm. He's like, "Oh yeah, that dude's totally dead." So like, R.I.P. That guy. He was yeah, handy and very cool. It was very funny. I liked him. It's nice to see some levity. In the midst of all this goddamn darkness. Very true. <laughs> um, and I have a feeling next episode we'll just be going back to the darkness oh, <laughs> of, boy. of June's life. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week talking about episode eight. And uh, we hope you will join us. On that note, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>